Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, this is George Gamon, and I'm a little late today. I am uh, had to run some errands, but I thought, well, you know what? So I'm a little late, not starting at my usual time, half hour later, but for the many of you just watch the rebroadcast anyway, the the podcast or the um yeah. <laughs> yeah, on Apple or here. So that okay, let's talk about something today. Let's and the inspiration for today's show came from baseball. Sports general. Okay, but then we're not talking about sports specifically. We're talking about money. And we're talking about well Yesterday or day before, there was a baseball player, Mike Trout, for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, or just Los Angeles Angels, who signed for a contract of $426 million, almost a half a billion dollars over 12 years. And his annual income will be 30, $35 million, roughly $35 million. Now, I got thinking about that. Hmm, that's a lot of money. So what are you worth? How much money do you think you're worth? And are you making what you're worth? But even more important than just what you're worth, because we all have our own value in our head, I think, of what we're worth, either money or contributions to society. But how much money is enough? I mean, that's a personal evaluation. But I have an interesting article, and I'll let my spirit teachers talk to you about this topic, on the idea of, of why do we need so much money? What's the advantage of having a sizable amount of money? What 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 good is it? What what value does it have? Now some people will say eh, I don't need money. You know, I live pretty simply and I don't need money. So, okay, that's cool. I you know, everybody has to have their own evaluation on it. But I thought this article was rather interesting cuz we kind of delved into a little bit of the idea if you had it, I mean, <laughs> I mean, $35 million a year is a lot of money, and and think about it. And, you know, that's an amazing amount of money. But how much do you need a year to keep you happy? The idea is happiness. I think part of our life purpose and journey is to stay happy, to stay joyful, to feel good about ourselves. Okay? You know, so – Think about that for a moment. Let me get into the article a little bit, and then we'll let my spirit teachers talk to you about it. We'll kind of paraphrase it. It's from Entrepreneur Magazine. Science says money does not buy does buy happiness if you spend it in the right way. Interesting thought. You spend it in the right way. So what's the right way for you? Well, it's John Rampton is the article, is the writer of this article, and I'm just going to go through it. And then just kind of leave it, you know, go from there, right? So, okay. So, look at I face. I posted the article on Facebook. If you're with me on Facebook, if you want to read it. So, going into the scientific studies, and he kind of comments on the idea that studies are looking at averages, not the experience of any particular individual. There are so many people making thirty thousand a year, and others believe that the needs of hundreds of thousands to support their lifestyle. These studies are not looking at how people are spending money. There have been many studies demonstrating that people are happiest when they spend their money on certain things. That's what we're going to get into. So, what are you worth? How much money do you have? And do you 
what keeps you happy and having money? Okay, I know this is a little different topic than normal, but think about it. Attraction means attracting certain things into your life, money, prosperity, whatever it is, right? So one of the reasons that certain certain amount of income per every year to have to feel financially secure. And I was thinking about security is really one of our basic needs, a sense of security in our lives. For example, no anxiety while shopping at the grocery store. Do I have enough money to buy the food I need for myself and my family? We're going to go out to eat. Do I have to just settle for the cheapest thing on the menu, or can I afford? You know, I had a friend once who did fairly well financially, and he just liked the idea that he knew he had enough money to buy anything on the menu. That's a good feeling. You know, there's a law of attraction practice that you can go out and take $100 or $200 and put it in your wallet or purse or whatever it is, and you go and you walk around and you look at, oh, I can buy that. I can buy that. If I wanted that, I could buy it. And that, that's kind of an interesting feel-good kind of experience at some level. Now, I'm not saying it works for everybody, and some people have a little different attitude about this, but it it is kind of a nice thing where you can walk into a store and say, I can afford that. I can buy that. I got money for that. And it's not going to put me in a financial bind if I spend money on that. Now, some people do that. Of course, they overspend. They buy things they don't necessarily going to use or need, and that does put them in debt. So let's just say you're not going to go in debt spending your money, and you have money left over for other things, right, (laughs) for the necessities of life. So think about the money you need on a daily basis. So in a sense, it keeps you feeling happy, because I think by human nature, we are happy beings, aren't we? We're happy beings. Okay. So what's enough money to buy the basic necessities? that you need in your life. Now you have to judge that individually. Next point I thought that money does for people, it buys experiences. Let's say you want to travel around the world. Let's say you want to go to Stonehenge. Well, it takes money to do that. I mean, unless you can go job, get a job working somewhere, okay? And or you can be able to find a way to do it, but it still takes money. It still takes a certain amount of money to experience that. And let's say you want to buy take lessons to be play the piano that takes money right but let's say you want to go get a you want to work out and you need to join a gym or you need to find a physical therapist or you know an athletic trainer for your your desired right what about hobbies some people spend a lot of money on hobbies but it makes them feel good to do it so what are your priorities and i think the basic element of this discussion is really your priorities what is a priority to you? Now, the next point that they make, and I think this is really cool, is giving to charity. You know, giving a certain amount of percentage of your money every month to help other people. I give to the ASPCA because I'm all about animals, so I do that on a monthly basis. They just take the money, which is kind of a cool thing, right? I, I for me. Now, some people will have, some people give into, you know, political campaigns or they give other things, but that's my thing. Everybody has a little different attitude, and I'm climate change involved, so I would give to organizations that are involved in resolving the issues of climate change. Another one's help loved ones. You know, you got a brother or sister or family member that needs a little help. Or maybe it's just, you know, throwing on a great birthday party for a family member or your children. So the money, you know, so having enough money to do these things. 
I like the next point they make. Buy things that give you more free time. And then this is a biggie. This is huge for me and for a lot of other people. You know, we all have things that we love to do and enjoy doing. When there are things we don't like to do, right, that we don't really want to do this or we don't want to do that. Now, some people will hire a gardener, but then some people love to work in the garden. But that same person may not like cleaning the house. So hiding, hiring somebody to clean gives them free time, right? Now, people love to work on cars and repair their cars. Other people, ugh, that idea drives them crazy, so they have money to pay somebody to do it. And that's a sense of freedom. If you have enough money, you know, I live in a car-centric world, and everybody owns cars for the most part. You know, and if you don't have the money to pay for repairs or the monthly payments to buy a new car – it gets frustrating, right? Do that. Have the money to repair your car. Then you don't have to do it yourself. And if you don't like doing it, especially, right? And then the next point, some are some ideas are so valuable. Some items are – what if you love art? And I made that point here. What if you love art? If art was really important to me – or to you, I mean, I should say. And there's certain things that can be really valuable. Maybe you like to collect antiques. Maybe you like to – you know, dabble in certain things, right? So that's important to you. So I think the idea here is the basic point is what do you consider valuable? What Where do you want to spend your time? And if it costs money to spend your time, then you devote money to that area. But there are certain – you devote your time and energy to that area. But if – but if there's certain things that will take a lot of your time that keep you from doing what you love to do – then maybe you need the money to have somebody else do that for you because you can't do everything, right? You you really can't do anything, everything. So I thought, well, that's a, that's an interesting point. What are we doing? How do you spend your money? So money has a lot of value, or you know, the exchanges or energy exchanges, whatever you want to call it, because it gives you freedom in your life to do the things that you love to do that can maintain your happiness. So I'm going to let my spirit teachers finish the show and let them comment on this. I thought this was an interesting topic. So I, most of us aren't making $35 million a year. but So what are you worth? What are you worth in, in the sense of are you getting what you're worth? So let, me, let me have them talk to you for a minute. Never undervalue yourself. That's the main point. You know, we talk about self-worth and what are what are what are what are you worth? And you not necessarily put that in dollars and cents or euros or whatever you type of monetary value you would put on it. But what are you worth? Are you undervaluing yourself that you can do more? Now that George didn't touch on this aspect of what are you worth, well, we'll talk on it for a minute. Talk on the subject. You all came with gifts and talents into the planet Earth to do certain things, and that's your worth. That's what you. That's your value. You have this ability, this talent to develop. Now, sometimes it takes money to develop that talent, doesn't it? So, if playing the piano, just something that you naturally love to do, and that that's your gift, then maybe you would spend money on piano lessons or go to a school that a school of music, right? So what are you worth? 
What what is your value into society? You all have value in society. You all have a reason or purpose to be in society. We we can't overemphasize this because it's finding your purpose. And that's what we're about is helping you to find and maintain your purpose and realize whatever your purpose is has a lot of value to it. You, it's worth a lot to society. You are worth a lot to society if you can hone in on why you're on planet Earth and your purpose because you're all different. You all have different purposes. You all have different values and different gifts and talents. But find those, develop those, know what they are. And then pursue them. Because if you know what you're worth, then the world opens up to you. Things open up to you because you have value. Now, we we equate that to money. What are you worth? You could. I guess you could equate it to money. But we would equate it to doing who you are, being who you are. If you came into the planet, and we'll just use this as an example. and Maybe this is something that isn't appropriate to you, but... If your gift and talent is being a janitor, we just use that because it has to be done. You know, you ever go into a building or a school or something and it's a mess? Wouldn't you value the janitor who does and cleans up? And and if the janitor feels that this is their responsibility, they love doing this, is something that makes them feel comfortable, and that's where they feel they're valued. That's where their worth is at then that's good. Or it could be a rocket scientist, same thing, right? I mean, other end of the spectrum, a different spectrum. We, we'd say that, that it's all on equal plane, just certain aspects of the plane that you're better at than others. So what are you worth? Do you value yourself? Do you value your gifts and talents and why you came onto planet Earth at this time? We would emphasize know that. Know who you are, why you're here, and use that particular use those talents and abilities and develop even more of them so that you can show that this is where I'm worth this is what I do this is where my value is in society so thank you for listening hope you got something out of our discussion today on this topic so what are you worth thank you okay i'm back oh, and that was kind of fun Yes, it was. Spirit guides. They they took it a little different direction. Maybe that's where I meant to go was what is your value in society? And it's all based on why you came here on planet Earth and knowing that. So a little plug. That's what I do is I help people to in, in the meditation I do and also the soul readings that I do to help people identify that and go from there. Okay, thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. Love you guys. Bye now.